Hey, hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Tyler Dunn at GoLongGoLongTD.com, and this is the GoLong Podcast, of course. Thank you so much for listening wherever you listen, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube. I greatly appreciate your support. We are 100% driven by your loyalty, your readership, and of course, here on the podcast, uh, you rating, reviewing, and sharing these episodes uh, with a friend. So thank you so much for doing that. And thank you to Fatty Beer Company for always fueling us up when we do those live shows. We're hoping to do another one uh and I should say bigger than a live show. We're hoping to have a party of sorts for the NFL draft. So details on that very, very soon. We're going to be meeting up with the gang there at Fatty to kind of plan that out. And here on this episode, I thought it'd be great to just include, you know, a, a few bits and pieces of my interview with Leroy Butler, Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer, Pro Football Hall of Famer, the founder of the Lambo Leap. And I think we can put this up there now the number one ambassador of the Green Bay Packers per our Bob McGinn in his 13-part series wrapping up his four decades covering the Green Bay Packers. Bob cited Leroy as just the absolute best ambassador for the franchise and for good reason. I mean, he played 12 years and as Bob wrote, would always encourage teammates to interact with the fans. I mean, hell, he took three pay cuts to stick around with the team. And then when he was done playing, when he retired, he stayed in Wisconsin. I mean, he's he's been involved with the media out there, obviously. But beyond that, working for the team in terms of those tailgate tours and traveling and meeting with fans and getting to know people. This is somebody who really does bleed the colors of the team and everything that the Packers have represented for so many years. So um, just as we kind of wait on a trade to go down between the Packers and the New York Jets on Aaron Rodgers, it sure sounds like they're at the the three if not the one millimeter line at this point, it's so close. Uh, I think all of these reports are are warranted and justified that it is as close as it is. That's everything I've been hearing too. Um, If I was a betting man, I'd say it happens before the draft. I think that even though there's no hardcore deadline for either side to get it done, especially when we can infer via Robert Sala's comments, Aaron Rodgers told the Jets he ain't showing up for OTAs. Um, (laughs) As nicely as he could say it, Salah said that. Ah, yeah, our quarter, our starting quarterback doesn't really need to be there. Okay, yeah, see how that works out. Uh, Green Bay sure did last season. But that being said, the Jets are desperate enough to basically make this their one and only plan at quarterback, which you would think gives Green Bay leverage. But then I think that Green Bay is starting to get a little sick and tired of the charade. And who the hell knows when Rodgers will pop back on YouTube to hang out with Pat McAfee and bash them again. You know, there's not that hardcore deadline to spur action, as Andrew Brandt likes to say, the former Packers exec. But I do think that both teams want to have their vision and their plan set, ready to go, and just eliminate all distractions, especially if you're Green Bay. That would be the the urgency there. Just rid yourself of the headache once and for all. Move forward with Jordan Love. So as we kind of wait, Jordan Love's out there working with Packer teammates in, in California and Steve Calhoun and Aaron Rodgers is um, not with the Jets yet. Met with them, but waiting it out. They're bringing in Alan Lazard, probably going to bring in some more of his friends, potentially Randall Cobb, we would think. Uh, I wanted to kind of give the floor to Leroy Butler. I mean, this is somebody who has his finger at the pulse of not only the Packers, but 
really the fan base. He knows kind of where the fans stand on these big uh, defining moments in history, right? I mean, back 15 years ago when they're moving from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, this is on par with that. This is a seismic shift in everything that the Packers do represent on the field, off the field. Um, This is about as big as it gets for an iconic sports franchise. So uh, out of that interview where Rodgers kind of cushioned everything with nice words for Green Bay as a city, nice words for who used to be leading the show, right? The Bob Harlins and the... I mean, go right down the list. I mean, he was listing off a bunch of people. Uh, John Schneider, um, John Dorsey, I mean, Elliot Wolf, Ron Wolf. I thought it was interesting to... He kind of went out of his way to really say how much he loves Bob Harlan with a smile. Uh, not so subtle jab at Mark Murphy, who, oh, by the way, is the president who put his own career, his own reputation on the line by moving forward with Aaron Rodgers in 2008 when they told Brett thanks, but no thanks. And it was really funny to me to see the quarterback really try to differentiate Packers today versus Packers then. When Brian Gutekunst, the GM, has referenced Ted Thompson as a mentor several times over. He was a scout on that team for a number of years, obviously, under Ted. And he's following the same exact playbook that Ted followed that gave Aaron Rodgers his opportunity to begin with, to a T. So, no. The Packers then are really not all that different from the Packers today, even though the names have changed. You know, as he's kind of taking some some jabs at the organization, moving on from veterans a year too early when the examples he cites are usually dead on correct. I know that there's a, a lot of noise currently out on the airwaves in Wisconsin that this is a team that should not have moved on from Jordy Nelson after the 2017 season, it, 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 it boggles the mind. It blows the mind. It does not make any sense. This isn't Sterling Sharp in his prime. This is Jordy Nelson kind of falling off a cliff physically at that point of his career. He was not a dynamic player at all in 2017. Lasted one season with the Oakland Raiders in 2018. And then the other 31 NFL franchises, Green Bay included, deemed him not good enough to play in the NFL after that. So quite obviously a smart decision there by GM Brian Gutekinds, even if it does make people um, uncomfortable, unhappy. Uh, a GM is not supposed to be you know, your best pal, your best buddy. Kind of liken it to uh, fatherhood, right? Like I, I, it, you're... Your father isn't always going to be your best friend. He's going to he's gonna have to make some hard decisions for the betterment of the family and your own life. Uh, the GM's got to look out for the team. And I think that's Leroy's point here is like, the, the, the G will always survive. It, the players come, players go, but the franchise itself, this is a franchise that has really been around, I, you know, in terms of being relevant and being a storied franchise, I'm not, maybe the New York Yankees, right? You got to go back that far. There's not many franchises that have been this this rich in history and tradition as the Packers back to the 20s and the 30s. Curly Lambeau onto Vince Lombardi. Um, it, 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 we're talking a century. So, anyways, yes, Leroy had some very very interesting things to say. You can get the full story and the full Q and A dialogue between the two of us over at the website golongtd.com. It's open for everybody to read. Uh, So hope you enjoy that. And if you want to hear Leroy himself, 
with a few of those remarks, not the entirety. I can get that at the site, but uh, yeah, here are a handful of things that he said, and I'll kind of preview as we go. Thank you so much, everyone. I like the way Guda uh, Cousins handled this. I like that he was um, pretty upfront about the conversation that didn't take place. That um, he he tried to reach out to Aaron, but he had to go all the way back. Tyler, you got to be fair about this. Even if the most staunch Aaron Rodgers supporter has to be fair and say, wait a minute, if the general manager and the team is reaching out to you, you got to communicate with them or let your agent. I mean, but he wanted to do it directly because he wanted a lot of control. And I look at it a little bit different, uh, Tyler, because I'm a, a passionate guy. I play for one organization. The G never changes, players do. But for the most part, every quarterback in the league, you give, you give them space to kind of do their own thing and see what they want, and there's no, not a lot of repercussions. So it was refreshing, is the word I came up with, uh, hearing that, okay, we cannot get in touch with him, so we got to move on. they got to run a business. And if, it, and if that's the case, if, if you think that he, uh, Aaron was upset that they drafted Jordan Love, I'm a, here's why I think he should be okay with it. They drafted a young man, Antoine Edwards, to play for Clemson as my replacement. I was okay with it. You know why? Because when I left, when I leave, in my head, I'm not going to play forever. I want the team to succeed. You should have been happy they drafted Jordan Love. They say, you know what, I'm going to hand the key to a guy because I want that G up there. Yeah. I want that G to succeed. But it's not about the G. It's about us most disappointing. Yes, Sonny does make a few appearances uh, during this conversation. So thanks for putting up with our general mayhem back here at Golong headquarters through this one. Uh, up next, here's Leroy. I think probably verbalizing what's on the minds of a lot of Packer fans on why are you so unhappy with an organization that has done so much for you over the years? And and if anybody can kind of understand why they'd move forward with Jordan Love, you'd think it would be Aaron Rodgers. All right, here's Leroy. If you can go all the way back when they drafted Jordan Love, these guys were ecstatic. I remember Aaron Rodgers was a – I remember uh, he was a rookie. He came in to Brett Favre and said, what's up, Grandpa? And Brett didn't like that. He didn't like it. It was in a book. Oh, yeah. Perlman's book, book, yeah. Yeah, he didn't like that. So you think, hey, man, I'm just a young guy. They drafted me. So you would think that um, problem with your love, nor do I have a problem with them getting my replacement because I can't play forever. I mean, I want this team to succeed. So when I come back, I can see them putting banners up there. But, you know, that's the thing about that's, that's really disappointing in all this is what is the problem that you're unhappy about? They gave you $150 million guarantee. They did everything possible. Then they're trying to call you. They're trying to meet you. Remember a couple of years ago, they flew out there to meet with him. I mean, give me a... I mean, come... What's, why are you so unhappy? I mean, what do, I mean, we did everything. We got all of the players that you want. We went and got Cobb. When Gouda couldn't stand up to there and say, the reason Cobb is here, because of Aaron, Aaron, to say, hey, man, I got a lot of control now. But you know what? Gouda couldn't say, you know what? I got to run a business. I need to take the control back and kind of be an open dialogue with their players, especially the main one. And that's the one... 
that's kind of confusing. And I think Mark Murphy said it best. They're going to welcome Amber Rogers back. He's a Packer Hall of Famer. He's a Pro Football Hall of Famer. We'll retire his jersey. But we'll try to figure out what's best for both parties. I was so glad to hear that. You know, I won't keep him hostage. I won't do this. Sooner or later, they got run a business. And I, sometimes they make me, it's a head scratcher. Do you understand they have to run a business? So when he said, I intend, after the darkness, I intend to play for the Jets, I think a lot of people were checked out. The fans probably were like, you know what, I'm throwing my hands. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just ready to move on. I don't think it's fair when you're trying to determine that if you want to play or not. So the team shouldn't have to determine do they want you? Both sides can determine that. They're determining moving on. You're determining moving on. You're trying to figure it all out. So that's fair. And again, even if you are the, the most Aaron pro Aaron Rodgers, you have to look at this fairly and say, wait a minute, the team has done everything. Whatever he has for, they gave it to him. Everything. And they talked about it in money. Guaranteed it. And that still wasn't enough. I mean, do you want to see yourself succeed or do you want to see the organization? The team will never change. The only players change, not the team. Obviously central to this decision to move on from Aaron Rodgers, move forward Jordan Love, our team president Mark Murphy, general manager Brian Gutekinds, and head coach Matt LaFleur. Here is Leroy on how they've all been able to kind of handle an impossible situation, which, yes, a lot of teams move on from Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and it's never really pretty, but they're dealing with a personality that is unlike most of the others. And, um, listen, I know Gutekunst a little bit. I don't know him like, that great, but he seemed to be a very approachable guy. That if you have any kind of... Uh, Grievance or whatever, you can go to him. And he'll, he's a Gutekunst is a problem solver, not a problem. He's a problem solver. Case yeah. in point, for example, when he went and got Randall Cobb. Mm-hmm. I mean, that proves that Gutekunst is doing everything possible, but he got 52 other guys that he needs to manage. It's just, I'm just proud of the way Gutekunst handled it because. I can't say this enough, man. That G will never change. They're never changing that logo. And I think sometimes players, you know, especially the quarterbacks, the last two quarterbacks that are going to the Jets, sometimes I think they forget about that. And those guys in the locker room, you know, they deserve better than this. It's just a way to do it. It really is. It's a way to do it. And I, I just take it personal, attacking a team that gave you so much. I, I applauded Mark Murphy the way he's handling it because you got to look at Murphy got two and a half years left. This is his legacy. His legacy really started with the Brett Favre thing when he took over. He was right in the middle of that and now his legacy is how does, how does he manage his Aaron Rodgers thing before he leaves in a couple of two and a half years. And this is also Gutekunst's legacy but also Gutekunst's legacy is Jordan Love. The reason why they chose Jordan Love, I'll be honest with you, Tyler, that is a direct quote. The reason why I think they chose Jordan Love because they didn't want to be like Tampa. They didn't want to be like Atlanta. They want to be like some of these other teams that don't have no quarterback of the future. They don't have nobody in waiting to Saints. They got to get journeyman, treadmill, uh, young guy. They don't know if it's going to work out. Get a guy 
put him under your wing, develop him, and when he gets the key to the franchise in three and a half, four, maybe even five years, he's ready to go. And I applaud him for doing it. Hey, I, I just don't. I, I see. Gulakas paid. Look at how he paid Johnny Alexander. He paid Kenny Clark. Yeah. He paid Smith Brothers. He he paid Aaron Jones. Gulakas paid his guy. They even paid you. I mean, so my thing is, he gonna miss the organization. He gonna miss Gulakas. But I think it's disrespect if your boss. On any job that's trying to get you, and you don't want, and you don't answer the phone, I don't know if you have a job. So they got to make phone calls, man. He's on the block. He's not answering, so we got to move on. I don't know what else the team can do, man. I, I, I just give them a standing ovation out of the end. There's also the reality that people need to be held accountable after some of these season-ending losses. Uh, Ted Thompson, Mike McCarthy, Brandon Bostic, the defense, the receivers. Typically, it's somebody else's fault where eventually it would be Aaron Rodgers' fault. And I think that's the theme that we've been coming back to here at Go Long. I, I asked Leroy what he thought about, you know, just that aspect of things. That Brian Gutekunst, Matt LaFleur, Mark Murphy, they're in the business of winning. And it's a high-pressure business. And Aaron Rodgers went 2 of 6 for 12 yards with an interception in that Detroit game. Well, and that's the thing about it. You know, I think the biggest thing for uh, pro uh, athletes is that the, the ones that never take the accountability, I think the ones that make the worst teammates. Because your teammates, you know, they're trying all they can to get a third of what you get paid and have to answer questions why they gave up a touchdown. But you didn't ask Aaron why he threw an interception for a quarter. You didn't ask him about it. You just asked me why I gave up this. That can, that can just a, a, a locker room apart. They got good leadership upstairs, so I feel good about that. I bet you I'm telling you, once it, this trade is over with, I think the most guy who will get the most sleep is Matt floor. Because now they can kind of, you know, he can run his office where he wants. They can sign who they want. And, yeah. and then uh, I just never seen somebody just rip the organization like that and still have a job. That's no God will say all that when they've left already, not when they're still in the building on the contract. Okay, once again, you can get the full conversation with Leroy Butler over at GoLongTD.com. Thank you so much for reading, for subscribing. You'll get Leroy's take on Jordan Love, uh, what he expects out of Green Bay in 2023 under love in his first year starting at quarterback. Uh, But let's wrap up this episode on the podcast with what Leroy had to say. You know, a lot of the criticism from Aaron Rodgers was a direct shot at the organization itself. So what does make the organization special? As we said, nobody has represented the Packers arguably better than Leroy Butler. Nobody has a better sense of the franchise quite like Leroy Butler. So, you know, what does make Green Bay unique? and special, and how does it, frankly, stay that way into the future? Here's what he had to say. Especially because you don't have fans, you have shareholders. That's the best DNA of the Green Bay Packers. I ain't never leaving that. Never. When some, I talk to some players who go going to other organizations, they say, man, it ain't nothing like the Packers. It ain't even close. It ain't even in the same ballpark. But what this fan base has done for this team and what the, the, uh, the front of the Mark Murphy has been there, man. Green Bay looks like 
a mini Las Vegas. It's amazing up there. That stadium, the amenities, and hinterland, and that place is amazing in that city. When you come to Green Bay, that's all they have. There's no distraction, okay? They don't have TMZ in the bushes. <laughs> they don't have a baseball team. They don't have basketball. Okay, you got to go to Milwaukee for that. They don't have all... They know the fans respect you are, respect everything about you. All you got to do is just be yourself and be a nice guy. And he'll find that out. Yeah. Well, you got nowhere to park in New York. You can't do nothing. I mean... Yeah. People following you around. You don't have that in Wisconsin, man. Yeah. It's just a great place. It's a great place. And I do take it personal, though. I really do. I really, just think the DNA of the Green Bay Packers are these fans. And I appreciate what the organization has done for me. But it's, it goes both ways. I got to be respectful to them. And I, I got, they got to be respectful to me. But this this one of the number one reasons why I like Gutekunst and why I like Marmers and, and I like uh, Matt LaFleur. They okay if you disagree with them. And you can still be loved. They're okay with it. You can certainly criticize them. And they're okay with it. And, and now I'm fooling my point because all that disrespect he did, they were still really just welcoming back. But he wouldn't even pick the phone up to be a homer if you don't want to. Be yourself. That's yeah. why they're the best organization. Because there's no owner would allow him to say all that stuff he said and still be under contract. But you don't have an owner. And then, and then plus Mark Murphy, I, mean, I understand the guy blowing off some speed. I get it. Get away. But it's been nine, ten weeks. We need to know. We got to run a business. Yeah. It's almost like the guy in the, he's almost like the guy in the drive-thru who's ordered his food but won't pull up. Pull up, man. You got your food. Pull up. Nope. I'm going to just sit here. And make everybody know that I'm controlling this. And the people in the Packers at the window saying, sir, come out. Come on out. Your food's getting cold. I'll get up. I'll go up there and get the food when I get ready. Guess what? You sit there long enough, they come out there and tap on your window. Uh, there's a tow truck on the way. You got to move it. Why you call the tow truck? Because I got to run a business. Look at all the people behind you. Those are the fans. You holding now? You got two teams holding up the Jets and the Packers. And again, you have to be fair about this. So this ain't bashing Aaron Rodgers. This ain't nothing. You just the fact that you gotta be, you gotta understand that the G never changes. Mm-hmm. Players do. It's the best way to say it. Thanks again, everybody out there, for listening to the Go Long podcast. I'll be back with Jim Bonus uh, for another episode very soon to talk Green Bay. All things happening around the NFL. There has really been no break in the calendar. There's just been a ton of news, uh, not just week to week, really day to day. So be sure to subscribe at golongtd.com if you don't already. And also have a episode up very soon with Tavon Wilson, 10-year vet NFL safety. He was fantastic. You may remember two years ago I did a feature on Tavon um, that really got into his life, everything he's been through. So we got into that a little bit a little bit deeper and picked up where we left off. I think you'll really enjoy our conversation. In the meantime, be sure to share the podcast with a friend. We greatly appreciate all of you. We are completely independent and will always remain completely independent because of you. So thank you so much for your support.